Divergent Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Sobrio-Ritter, behavior analyst, personal trainer, and mom of three living in the Bay Area. And I have my friend Cora on today, who is a gym buddy. Uh, We initially ran into each other. I think I was probably admiring your form, you know, where I was like, hey, she's got, I mean, because you're probably deadlifting like three times what I'm deadlifting. And so I probably walked up to you and like, yeah, I don't know. I remember that you were at the benches, you know, by the mirrors. Yeah, you uh, came over, and I turned my music on, and you, and I thought that you were asking me what was happening to my back, and I was like, oh, I just went and uh, got a back massage and did oh, cupping, yes. and you're like, no, 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 it was cupping. I know what cupping is. Where did you get it? And I was like, and I'm I love sorry, it. <laughs> I missed yes. the whole thing. I was <laughs> here. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it was the cupping yeah. that did it, but. It was the cupping. Yes. And honestly, anytime I see a woman in the gym lifting weight, and I mean, you're lifting heavy weight. Yeah. I'm, I'm equal parts jealous, impressed, a fangirling, like I'm all the things, you know? So I'll usually walk up and be like, hi, you know, and um, I'm super glad thing. I did that. Yes, yes. Like, go queen. Yes. yes. I'm there to just cheer all the women on, all like three of us that are in the weight section. You know, um, it's a lot exciting. of the times I go, I've, I'm seeing more and more. And I think that it's, it's awesome. a great way for us to be moving towards the weight section because it was built for us. Yeah. Hell yes. It, it was, was built yeah. for us. So I love it too. Yeah. When I see all the other females in there just making it happen, it's pretty great. It feels yeah. awesome. And I think more the more we see women in the gym, the more people will hopefully be less shy about coming. Right, right, exactly. I Sometimes when I'm at the squat rack, you know, there's four spots, and sometimes all four of them are taken up by women. I love it. And I just, mm, I know. There's some strong girls so in there, big. too. I love it. Yes, yes, hell yes. I saw you lift a dead, you, I saw you kill a deadlift PR, right? Was it deadlift the other day I saw on your Instagram? Yeah, I what was it? did 225 on a conventional oh deadlift gosh. for three reps. I was wearing my straps, but you know, your fingers yeah. can only do so much. Totally. <laughs> you can only do so much. That doesn't, who cares? No. We're not trying to bulk oh, our fingers no. anyways. At the end of the yeah. day, I've always been one of those people too that I'm like, I'm not about trying to get hurt at the gym. I don't want my yeah. calluses ripped open and I don't want bruises on my back. I don't want to hurt. So if you need pads, you need straps, you need chalk, you need gloves, you do what you have to do to get in there and yes. tear it up. To get that PR. Heck yeah. So um, slow and steady wins the race for me. So I don't want to get hurt. That's like probably my biggest um, hold back in the gym is like everything just, Mm -hmm. you can't be perfect, but you have to try your best. You don't want to hurt yourself. Right. Right. And you have two little girls. I do. You know, so always making sure that you are, I mean, you have another, you have not only your job, like your paying job, but you have your other job of being a parent. Mm -hmm that doesn't like you have to be capable yes physically capable very to do that job very uh, right they especially if you want to no, be involved like, time off yeah running yeah. around after them mm-hmm. have very active children so um they told me yes. very early on like look mom if you can't hang we're gonna leave you yeah. and i'm like okay i'm coming right. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> i'm coming mine are faster than me now so i've i've it's over oh that was my favorite you know when you're little and you're like oh i bet you i'm faster than you and your parents yes, are like, oh, yeah, yes. you think so? You re- Let's go. We'll yeah. race. And um, I'm still winning that, but they're little. Okay. So hopefully we'll be, okay. we'll be good there. Hang on to that. I know. Hang on to that lead, girl. Just like, you know, Mom, I love you. You're the best in the whole world. Oh, yeah. let me record that. I I'll know. keep it forever. I know. We're hanging on. Yes. 
So tell me about your fitness journey. You know, when did this start? How long have you been doing this? And yeah, kind of tell me about the beginning. Yeah. So specifically, um, strength training in the weight room, that, w- that all started in about like 2018. I've always been like mm-hmm. a competitive person, active, played soccer for eight years growing up as a kid, loved it, dabbled in other sports, you know, softball, swimming, water polo, all of that. I guess fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved team sports. That was just for me. Um, and then, you know, that fun thing happens when you graduate high school and life hits you and you you just wake up one day and you're like, how the hell did I get here? Um, right. And of course, like you said, I had two babies. So that brings mm-hmm. on a lot. And yeah, in 2017, I would say I got um, very concerned like with my health. I... Mm-hmm played soccer, as I said, and I completely tore my ACL in half, walked around for six years Mm. without it intact. And so unfortunately, that hinders any activity that you're going to do makes it very difficult. Mm -hmm. But um, I got my surgery finally in 2017. And things just changed for me. I just wanted things to be different. As you've seen in Mm -hmm. some of the stuff that I showed you, I was very obese. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted to be there for my kids be there for me be able to like walk normally and even though every day of my journey I was like how the hell am I gonna do this this is so freaking hard I want to quit I just I've never been so determined in my life so 2017 happened and the beginning of 2018 I was like forget this I don't want to be 250 pounds anymore I want to kill it Mm -hmm. and so that's what I did started eating better and focusing on me Right. And when we focus on, you know, in my programming for clients, I really try to take the focus off of weight loss and Mm -hmm. pivot to other things with weight loss as kind of the cherry on top. But you lost a significant amount of weight. I did. Um, At the end of, I like to call it at the end of my initial journey, uh, I did lose 100 pounds. So I got all the way down to a teeny tiny buck 50 and, um, as much as I appreciated that body that I had, it is very hard to Mm -hmm. stay at that level of fitness all of the time. Yeah. We go through so Mm -hmm. many different phases as women, mental health, Mm -hmm. you know, the climate we're living in, in general. Um, there's so much going on and just going through all of those different roller coasters. And Mm -hmm. I think that we all sit there. Oh, I wish I weighed this. Oh, Oh, I wish I weighed that. But at the end of the day, like you said, it is the best win like currently at this particular moment, um, yeah. I'm like, I need to sleep better. I need to eat better. Yes. I need to yes. make sure I'm drinking my water and, you know, just really focusing on taking care of myself, soaking up the sunlight, mm-hmm. just because this weather can we, oh my gosh, it's been fantastic. I know, I know. So, I you know, know, more parties, it's always so great, but, um, I just wanted my consistency and determination to kind of get back on track. And since that did, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I've lost a few pounds. Cool. That makes me feel great. But I am so much more impressed with my consistency of like, you're going to the gym five days a week. You're taking care of you. You're stretching. You're working on your mobility training. Like, holy crap, girl, Mm -hmm. you've really been taking your creatine every day like you're supposed to. Little stuff that, like you said, Mm -hmm. correlates to like, this wonderful thing where you're like, oh my gosh, my body is just looking so much more tone. I appreciate you. Thank you. Right. Yes. It's adapting 
in the way that it needs to to fuel your performance. Exactly. Versus the first time you were like, I want to lose the weight, I want to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, I want to I want to get more skilled at my lifts. Yes. I want to increase the weight in my lifts. Mm-hmm. I want to sort of, you're kind of just pivoted your focus a little bit. Yes. Um, I, I would definitely say that now when it comes to training, my main focus altogether is, like you said, get stronger, make sure my lifts are yeah. as, as good as they're going to get. And Uh ultimately just, um, steer away from injury as long as possible, because unfortunately injuries in the gym happen and they set you back and they're incredibly frustrating, especially, you know, when you wake up with great gratitude for what your body can do for you. Like for myself, I got a cadaver Mm -hmm. ACL Mm -hmm. and unfortunately that meant someone had to pass for me to get an entire ACL put into my leg. Wow. So I'm super grateful, which makes me incredibly furious when something happens. And I'm just like, body, yeah. I do everything I can for you. Why do you treat me this right. way? So, um, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Like, yeah, my brain super is super careful. I just want to be careful. I want to take care of my body. Yeah. I want to live just a full life. Because it's, Mm -hmm. to me, it's about the quality of life that I'm living. And that just means taking care of everything yeah, slowly, carefully. So when I hit those big lists, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, to go from not being able to walk, Mm -hmm. like, you know, in a normal way, right? To have like a, you know, a dysfunctional movement pattern. And now you're deadlifting over 200 and, you know, 200 pounds, Mm -hmm. over 220 pounds. That's really freaking impressive, you know? And so you're, you, you know about yourself. Yes. And this is probably true for most people that injury, you know, you, you know what it can do to you, right? It's going to keep you from doing the thing that has so much correlation to your mental health. Yes. Your physical health, right? All of these things that really matter to you. Right. And so it's like, I'm going to show up, um, you know, in a careful way, but not, and not in a way where I'm trying to access love for myself or I'm trying to access accept acceptance for myself, mm-hmm. but like I'm showing up because I love myself and yes. because I accept myself. I mean, was that a shift? You know, when you first started your fitness journey, was it like, I'm not good enough. So I'm going to keep showing up until I feel good enough. And now it feels like I'm good enough. And I show up because of that reason. I mean, or did you start and you kind of were more mentally sort of you know, had a better mindset from the very beginning? Um, Starting out in the beginning, my big one, I had a lot of stuff I had to overhaul. You know, we had to, Mm -hmm. I had to really um, figure out my eating patterns. And uh, I was trying to figure out, I don't eat that much. I don't understand why this is happening. And, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody taught me about calories in versus calories out. Nobody mm-hmm. taught me anything past the old school, you know, 90s food pyramid where it's all about milk and right. bread and meat and yeah. um just everything. Don't get me wrong, I was fed growing up, you know, I had a full plate of food, mm-hmm. but it was very much the, you know, you're going to eat your old, your whole plate before you go to bed. Um mm-hmm. and it's like it's a six course meal. It's got everything on there and I appreciate mm-hmm. all of it, but I was, my parents didn't know, therefore they didn't teach me. So I didn't know I had to overhaul all mm-hmm. of my food, had to overhaul my idea of activity. Cause I had been stagnant for six years mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And then just slowly gaining weight, slowly getting older, having two children in mm-hmm. between there. So it mm-hmm. was, had to start out very small. It was just very small decisions collectively turning into this beautiful life. 
you know, as small right. as I just need to make sure I drink enough water today, you know, and I got mm. an Apple watch, um, at the time, mm-hmm. a, a friend and my boss went in and bought me an Apple watch. And I just remember thinking like, if I could just set the precedent of like move goal, 300 calories moved that day, just make sure I do that every mm-hmm. day. Make sure I hit that mm-hmm. 12 minute stand goal. I didn't even focus on my green ring for the longest time. It was just Right. Make sure you're, you know, moving along, do, do something in the house, do the laundry, mm-hmm. fold the clothes, you know, clean some mm-hmm. dishes. That was my biggest goal in the beginning was watch my portions, drink more water and just close my 300 calorie move goal. But that's not hard. Gotcha. That's reasonable. Yeah. I can do that. And that's just right. how I started just really slow, really slow. And then wow. every day um, when I felt like I really had the handle on it. I moved to the next mm-hmm. one because I knew that I knew my goal at that time was to lose weight because right. I just had this surgery on my knee. I was going to go through months of physical therapy. And then even mm-hmm. then they say um, not to do anything strenuous physical wise mm-hmm. for 18 months. And so that was really difficult right. too. I was like, I need to try to get off as much of this weight as I can before I start trying mm-hmm. to function with this leg. And right. that was my goal. So that's what I did. Um, mm-hmm. Looking back, I made bad decisions I wish I didn't do. But I, I knew mm-hmm. at the end of the day that as long as I stayed consistent and did it as slow as I could, that it would be a timeless result. I wouldn't have to keep going back and forth right. to all of these crazy diets that you hear. They sound great. You wish they worked, but they don't. Right, right. Did you try multiple times before it finally stuck? Or did you, when you finally decided to do it, was it like, bam, and it just happened? I probably had tried maybe two or three times. Um, One of the times being wholeheartedly and all of the weight just came back after. I I don't know if you recall. Did you, you, looking back at that, do you think it was that you were super restrictive at that point? Oh, 100%. That's why you couldn't sustain it? 100%. I don't know if you... um, I'm sure you had to have remember, remember the big old hype around the HCG diet, you know, you're taking the yeah, little drops oh yeah. and the most horrible yeah. thing I ever did. I was so excited. I wholeheartedly did it. You know, a friend of mine had bought me like the whole kit cause it was expensive too. And, yeah. um, they had had great success trying it. And I was like, you know, what? it's worth a try. Mm-hmm. I gained like 25 pounds since I got out of high school and I tried it. Mm-hmm. I lost like 20 pounds, um, felt great about it. Um, very, I, but I got very sick because it is very restrictive. Yeah. Um, it messed up yes. my monthly cycle really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bled for over 30 plus days. Um, it was really bad. And then quite, quite shortly after that, I ended up actually getting uh, pregnant with my first daughter. So it was all just a big, huge roll down wow. the hill all at once. Yeah. Um, and then there's other times where remember, you try, but. Right. But it didn't feel, but it wasn't like you were as invested or you didn't feel as invested as the eight, the time with the HCG. Yeah. I was like, I just tried really hard, especially cause someone else paid for it. So I was like trying to do my yeah. best. Um, it, totally. but it is, it, it is to this day, one of the most restrictive diets I have ever come across. Um, yeah. is it, I, I'm trying to remember, was it like 500 calories a day? Um, they didn't really base it off of calories as much of like first thing in the morning, you could have like a single cup of berries. So whatever, whatever berry you choose, you can mix and match, but it had to be a single cup. 
And it was wow, like... you can mix and match. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so it was stuff like that. So, like, I'd go to Chipotle and I'd order, like, a salad bowl, but all it had on it was chicken mm-hmm. and the pingo de gallo. And that was it. And that's the kind of crap I was eating. Yeah, I lost 20 pounds in a month. Of course it just flew off. Of course. Off. Of course my right. cycle went haywire, you know? Yes. So mm-hmm. it was... I really, I put all my effort into it. I tried my hardest. Um, yes. And I, I did. I got very physically ill for a while uh, yeah. after it. And I was like, damn, I'm probably not going to do that one ever again. So. Yes. Did you, did you perceive when you put the weight back on, did you perceive that there was something wrong with you and like your willpower? Or did you think that diet was whack and that's the diet's fault? Um... I would say like a little bit of both. I feel like mm-hmm. I I knew that there was a problem with my willpower in general. I knew that I was mm-hmm. being um, too easy on myself. and Because you can say direct, disciplined things to yourself without being mean. And that was, right. that was a lot of the issue is I felt like I was just being mean to myself. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I... I remember thinking if I tried harder, um, I could still eat the things that I want. Um, but I knew that I wasn't going to get the extreme results that you get. And so I think that's got a lot to do with, you know, finally choosing to kind of just do it the hard way is the way that I I like to call it. You know, it's always funny when people reach out and they're like, you know, how did you lose all this weight? And I was like, you know, sarcastically, I'm just like, you know, doing that old school doctor thing where they say exercise and watch your portions. That's right. I know it sounds... But it's not sexy. It's not sexy. So people just don't yeah. want to hear it. They're like, oh my gosh, right. how hard is that? And I'm like, I, I don't have... If I had yeah. magic, don't you think I would have not been quote unquote fat for six years? You know, right, if, I, right. if I had yeah. the magic, I would try. Um, mm-hmm. but no, it's lots, lots of hard, hard work. And it starts with personally, yes. in my opinion, one very small step at a time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's really rooted in behavior analytic, you know, literature, like the way we, the way humans can succeed at something is by starting with a behavior that's already within their repertoire. Yeah. Right. So you're thinking, Doing laundry, doing dishes, walking. Those are things that I can already do. Right. I'm just going to do a little more of them. Yes. Right? And then once you, like you said, and it's so funny that you didn't have a coach, you didn't have a behavior analyst sort of like yeah. supporting you on this journey, but you kind of intuitively knew, I'm going to start small. And, and that people miss that. Yeah. People really miss that for the reason that you're saying, which is that you don't get a really quick result, but no. you get a result that you can build on and shape over time. Yeah. Right? I always tell clients it's going to take twice as long, but be twice as easy. Yeah. You can still have your ice cream. You can still have bread. You can still have things you enjoy. Yeah. But you're just going to have less. You're just going to have basically a normal serving size. Right. And it's going to just take a little bit longer than you anticipated, right? It's not going to take a month. It's, it's like you said, it's, it's not, it's not sexy, right? So it's, it's hard. And I think that we always, throughout any part of our life, we always just forget to, you know, be proud of ourselves, give ourselves a, a little tap on the back and just be like, you did that dang mm-hmm. thing. Um, even right. if it's really freaking tiny, sometimes it's hard to right. do a basket of laundry, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a week time mm-hmm. frame, depending on yeah. what's going on in your life. So if even when it comes to just changing how you're doing with your physical journey, it should, mm-hmm. I just want you to do one thing. 
you know, just right. go mm-hmm. for a 10 minute walk as right. quickly and comfortably as you can. Just go for a 10 minute walk, come home, you're done. Yeah. But it's yeah. so different than, you know, sitting on the couch. Like I, I would binge watch an entire series on the couch a week. It would just mm-hmm. be easy, mm-hmm. but I, a 10 minute walk, I can do that. You know, that's doable. Right. Obviously your yes. first couple 10 minute walks are not great. They're not great. Yeah. But then you right. you have to remember to use that time to to look around you, enjoy the trees, and listen to the yes. birds, and smell the flowers, and be happy you still see bees. You know, just little simple things. Right. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know how it got embedded in my brain to do that because you know I was always mm-hmm. raised. You know, you want to lose weight, um, mm-hmm. just have one big salad every single day, and go do a crap ton of cardio. Yes. And, and I've done yes. that. You know, I've lived that life. Of course. Uh, it of does course. not, the amount of cardio I've done in my life, I, I hate it. I still do it. Yeah. You know, cardio, cardiovascular health, health is big to me, so I still do of it. Um, yes. But my gosh, never again will Begrudgingly. I Begrudgingly. Just like me, yes. <laughs> not even croutons. I, I fuss my, you know, that's <laughs> not nice. That's not nice. No, no. Yes, it's like, okay. A life worth living. What's a life worth living? And I love that your focus on fitness has to do with, it's very holistic, right? What's a good life? What's a quote unquote good life, right? If being skinny, I think that people think, okay, if I can get thin, I will be able to access quote unquote a good life, right? Right. Um, people will find me attractive. I'll get more job opportunities. I'll feel really confident. Like basically weight loss is the the key to unlocking all the doors of my dreams, mm-hmm. right? And what you're kind of saying is if if losing all of the things that you love, for one, health in your body, right? Maybe you're not menstruating, not being able to eat desserts, not being able to put croutons on your salad, right. not being able to, you know, have balance. If, if having balance is, is sort of the cost of admission right. to skinniness, then you're thinking, what did I have to give up in order to get this other thing? And have I actually lost my quality of life? Right now, I can't go to frozen yogurt with my kids. Now I can't. You know, the kids are seeing me eat so in such a restricted way. I yeah. mean, how are you thinking about this? You have two little girls. And even for my boys, when I was getting super lean doing bodybuilding, you know, they would watch me, uh, you know, weighing out everything. I'm still, right. I'm weighing things now after like a three-year break because I'm bulking. Mm-hmm. But they would see me weighing out every tiny little grape and like, you know, eating them like a rabid animal and just oh. thinking, this is very strange, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful also because these little girls are sort of watching you to understand how are women supposed to feel about themselves you know how do you sort of approach this now well you know my body has been through a whole lot um Mm -hmm. two children weight loss well well, initially weight gain weight loss surgeries all of the fun stuff and at the end of the day regardless of what I have to say about myself it doesn't need to come out of my mouth um I, I try to have a lot of self-talk with myself like hey I understand you feel that way about Mm -hmm. you know this specific body part but Mm -hmm. that's your body part and it's attached to you and it's doing something very important so Mm -hmm. the way that I I try to combat it with my children is when I do say something about my body it's something Mm -hmm. nice 
or it's Mm -hmm. something kind of jokingly, not in a sense to demean myself, but to make it, Mm -hmm. make it under, it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. You know, I have a lot of extra loose skin on my stomach from losing a lot Mm -hmm. of weight. And then of course, when you bulk, you know, you put in um, more muscle, which is what I had been doing and Mm -hmm gets you a lot stronger and so you start doing your cut and that's all fun and everything but Mm -hmm. I the best way for me to combat it is to just not be ashamed of my body you know they they see me undressed often um Mm -hmm. they ask me about my stretch marks they ask me about my stomach they ask me about my legs and I'm like it's just my legs you know right yeah the ones I've got this is what legs look like this is what my legs look like you know I yes Hell yeah, when I put a bikini on, do I feel comfortable? No, not all of the damn time. Am I going to let my nine-year-old daughter see that? No, absolutely not. Because it doesn't matter regardless of there's 10 people there and one of them is talking crap in their brain. Their opinion Mm -hmm. of me is not my business, you know? And to me, Mm -hmm. all I can do, we grew up in a really harsh world, you know, where everyone's looking at these really tiny women no breasts, no butt, you know, no, just slender, Mm -hmm. tiny, um, not even athletic, you know, this, this is a really cool time for women to be alive, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot is shifting on body positivity. And um, obviously, everything has its, its negative side and stuff. But it really just comes down to we're all just trying to live our lives without judgment. Mm -hmm. Um, Right and be happy. And for me personally, and I wish every, every woman in the world, I I love going to the gym. I love feeling strong. I love carrying seven, Mm -hmm. seven bags of groceries into the house. I like moving. Heck yeah. I I love moving furniture because I'm strong as hell and I can come at me, you know? Uh, Seriously, you're capable in the world. Like you could fight someone off, try to kidnap me. I dare you. Right. Yeah. You know, before, before I was really down, you know, when in my larger body, I used to think to myself, like, you know, I eat more cake, honey, try to drive me away. We'll see. And it was definitely a very rude (laughs) awakening. The first time my husband just picked me up and ran off with me. Oh, how dare you (laughs) violate my space that way? I was hoping gravity. My sense of strength. Exactly. I was hoping gravity was just going to help me out. And then I remembered, like, I don't have as much force going towards the ground anymore so I was like I gotta really make sure that I'm ready I gotta get these guns in gear so I can knock a bitch out yeah so (laughs) yes exactly that's how it is I just want my kids to know that like just because I'm a woman means nothing I'm strong I'm beautiful yes and I I can I they love working out we have little stuff at home they'll do like with their little three counts they'll do all of their crazy fun stuff they love it um, yes. and I think I've told you a couple of times, my older daughter, she's like, can I come to the gym with you? And I'm like, you're yeah. just a little too small still. I'm so sorry, I but I cannot freaking wait to watch them beast oh, out in gosh. a gym. Ugh. I can't Seriously, wait. And so empowering. Yeah. They're seeing mom like show up and want to be work on this, wanting to be working on this goal because you want to increase your performance and not because you are trying to be palatable to some societal standard or to to some person, you know, in the world that you don't care about, right? Right. You're trying to be strong and capable and, um, 
and really allowing your body to take up the space that it needs. Yes. Right. And people don't get to see what does a body look like after you have a baby. I mean, we just don't get to see those images. Yeah. And I feel like allowing your children to just see your body sort of like desensitizes them to, oh, this is just one of the many ways that a body can look, right? Bodies can look, I mean, so diverse. Like everybody is slightly different. And even if you and I were on the same exact diet and doing the same exact strength program, Mm -hmm. our bodies are still going to adapt differently. Of course. Right? And so it's like there's always been this goal of trying to have someone else's body versus being in your own body and, uh, you know, trying to show up with that body as best possible um, but you're doing that, like you're showing the girls like, yeah, this is how stomach skin can look after yeah. you have babies or after you lose weight and this is cellulite. It's, I think it's such a gift to them to see that this is what humans look like. It's not this curated right. image, this like perfect, you know, picture perfect, whatever, because then the, the standards that you hold yourself to, even if you're super gentle with your kids, like even if I told my son, Oh, you know, your body is totally acceptable. You know, you're, you look great, blah, blah, blah. But then he sees me in the mirror picking myself apart. Yeah. It's like, I'm, st- he's going to inherit not what I say. He's going to inherit what I do. Right. Exactly. So like how you talk about yourself is going to be more meaningful than how you talk to your children about their bodies. Yeah. And you know, I try, I try to, you know, I'm, I'm a person who dyes her hair and gets lots of tattoos and mm-hmm. likes piercings. And I, I don't mind like body or aesthetic modifications and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um and I I try my hardest to like explain to them that like you can still not like things about yourself that you Mm -hmm. want to change Mm -hmm. I just don't want you to go so extreme that you hurt yourself right you know and Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people are okay with that they're okay with these quick fixes they're okay with Mm -hmm. just doing these crazy diets and you know, just trying to get stuff done as fast as possible. And it's like, you're, you're going to hurt yourself. You right. have to be careful. Right. Um, it's, it's not always just about getting things done as fast as you can or, mm-hmm. you know, slaying for your wedding or being ready for summer. Right. Enjoy your space. Like, yes. have a good time. Focus yes. on your performance. And like you said, the weight will come off by itself. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting in that space right now. I am not actively watching my portions. Mm-hmm. I am not actively doing anything other than I'm going to start adding cardio 10 minutes at the end of, you know, two or three of my workouts this week. Yeah. And I just won't pig out on like my favorite candies anymore right. from this time to this time. Right. And that's sometimes that's enough. Sometimes we get heavily addicted to our sugar intake and it's hard and that's okay too. Right. But, um, we still want to live our lives to the best mm-hmm. of our ability and right. we got to be nice to ourselves yes. for sure. I think it's like, it's two different things, right? It's modifying your body, um, because of some reason that, you know, it, there's probably any number of reasons versus modifying your body in order to access self-love or self-acceptance. Like if right. you're doing it like, okay, I'm finally going to look good or I'm going to look cool when I get this tattoo and then you get to that the tattoo and you just say, oh no, I, I actually need this tattoo or it has to be filled in or it needs to be like, if there's always something you're reaching for, you're like a right. rat on a wheel, right? And as women, especially as women who are moms and who are getting older, Okay, well, now there's wrinkles in your forehead. Okay, well, now you're losing fat in your cheeks. You have to fill that in. Okay, well, now you're – like, it's almost just like it – where does it stop, right? Because you just get stuck on that wheel. It definitely – I don't think 
I, I think that's my biggest uh, scaring point in general. Mm-hmm. Like when it came to weight loss and that being my focus, you know, you have this this unfortunate idea in your brain that once you get to the specific weight, everything will be okay. Right. Um, once I'm able to do this, everything will be, I, I will be where I want to be. But un- unfortunately, you know, you get to you're 160 pounds and you still have a stomach and you're like, what Mm -hmm. am I supposed to do about this? Like, I guess I have to lose another 10 pounds and you lose that 10 pounds and you still notice that there's an issue somewhere and you're Mm -hmm. like, I need to lose more weight. Um, Realistically, our space doesn't belong in any weight category. Mm -hmm. I think that as long as we watch our portion control, stay physically active, our body will tell us where it wants to be, where it's going to to function at its best. And and, uh, I think that's, I really just want that shift to happen in our society and this mm-hmm. fitness culture because we, we don't know what's happening behind the screen of this perfectly, this perfect physique, this perfect right. body. We don't know what kind of work they're doing behind our back. Um, so if you just as sort of a final thing, let's say there's somebody out there and they're thinking like, yeah, I've got 100 pounds to lose. This is looking so huge and daunting. There's no way I'm going to do it. I've tried I've tried and failed many times. Like this is you know the worst the worst sort of side effect of trying and failing is that you come to believe that you just can't succeed at things, right? You have no trust in yourself. What would you say to that person? You know, if you can go back and sort of like inhabit that space, you know, what are what would something be something that you could say to them that you feel like would have meant something to you? I think that, you know, sitting in that space is hard because you're incredibly defeated by Mm -hmm. the own world you created around you. Mm -hmm. Um, Having encouragement from others is helpful, but you sometimes you just have to really dig deep and be like, you know, it's okay if I fail. Mm -hmm. What matters is I'm trying. I try every day, you know, with every mistake I make, just stand back up, Mm -hmm. get back on track, you know. If you're trying to lose a hundred pounds, two pounds is enough for me, babe. You know, ah, you lose yeah. two pounds in a week. Holy freaking holy grail. That's yes. amazing. Right. And it does. It happens really slowly. And the slower, the better. I really try to emphasize like the slower you lose the weight, mm-hmm. the longer it'll stay away from you, yes. you know, yes. and it, and it really does. And I, I really encourage people. And I remember really encouraging myself, you know, congratulate yourself. For mm-hmm. every small goal that you right. you make, just mm-hmm. those small small fitness goals, small food goals, small just I did this for an entire week. Right. Uh, I lost I lost you know two pounds this week. When when you have that much weight to lose, it, it's it's common to lose more than that. Right. Um. Per week, but be careful. You know, yeah. go slow and steady. Right. Celebrate the five pounds. Celebrate the ten pounds. Yes. Celebrate the fifteen. Right. Try to make them non-food related. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. celebrate yourself at every moment of that journey. Yes. It's it's easy to um, think you're not doing enough by watching other people. Right. You know, and I encourage others to to really dig deep. Go find people that just connect with your soul on social media that make you feel good and motivated and Mm -hmm. determined Mm -hmm. and they show you things you want to try. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Just do those things. Just really surround yourself in this positive energy of what you want your life to look like. You know, you don't hang out with somebody that you don't want your life to be like. Right. You hang out with people who you look up to, mm-hmm. who encourage you, who motivate you. And it's the same thing in this space. You just have to make sure that you're consuming all 
that you can Mm -hmm. and celebrate every small thing. Try every day. If you fail, that's okay. I did a lot of times. I still do. Um, Of course. And, but, but I know I'm capable of getting up and doing it again. Yeah. You know, failing also. Sometimes we want to lay in bed all day and that's okay. Right. Sometimes we want to stuff our face with some pizza and that's okay. The problem comes when you think that it's okay to do it every meal, every right. waking day, because right. it does negatively affect you. Yeah. Um, so or when you, you just get, up, get back up, do it yeah. again. Yeah. When you think yeah. it means something so big, like if I have pizza instead of the egg white casserole I made, I, I might, you know, you're saying just think to yourself, cool, you had pizza. Like you, you basically yeah. take that sting and that like that heavy meaning out of it versus like, I'm such a loser. I can't follow through on anything. Oh my gosh, I failed. Then I feel like shit. Then what do I do when I feel like shit? I want to eat because eating is comforting to me. Yeah. Just like it's okay to right, enjoy yes. your slice of pizza and just be like, that's going to make a killer butt day tomorrow. Yeah. Man, I'm proud of that. You know, be, be yes, proud of yes. fueling your body. Mm-hmm. We still need to eat. We still need to enjoy life. Um, a slice yes. or two of pizza isn't going to affect right. you weight wise anyways um right so the next right. meal eat some veggies you know you wake up in the morning yeah you want to have totally. eggs and bacon fine just try to have some strawberries and blueberries too because your body needs those antioxidants it's okay to have yes. some berries right just live right. life yeah. and remember to i i like to just have a nutrition a nutritionally dense meal because sometimes i remember man it's been a while since yeah. i ate some green stuff should probably eat some green stuff. And I yes, think that really just comes absolutely. down to that, you know, just, Listen. holy crap, my body yeah. needs that. I should probably do that. Um, yeah. And, and that's, yes. yeah. Pair, pair it with your, your pizza. pizza. Sometimes, you know, you, yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. Or life. I like to cheat and I like to make a fat yes. smoothie, put all my frozen berries in there, my handful of spinach, yeah. my protein, my collagen, mm-hmm. uh, my creatine. And I'm like, it's packed yes. and we're ready to go. Um, I, my brother-in-law so was like, you could put oats yes. in there too. And I was like, nice. Never did that one before. Yes. So they're very <laughs> yeah. filling. Oh yes. yeah. That's so a good pre-workout. Yes. Yeah. I'm just one of those people. I really like food. I'm always going to. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I just, I could never, could never abandon any of it. Just slow and steady. Eat your green, yeah. eat your vegetables, move your body. That's, that's where, that's where I'm at in my journey right now. Just to, to make sure I stay, I just want to be strong. I want to be healthy. I want to be here for my kids. I want to do the best job that I can, which we all know, uh, we try Mm -hmm. to do the best that we can with them. It it is, you know, it does have a lot to do with how you're raised and what you're taught. And so you have to really do a a huge 180 and figure out how to fuel yourself. Right. A huge one eighty there for sure. A few, a huge one eighty, but one degree at a time, right? Yes. One tiny degree. That's the one. That's kind of the takeaway for you know probably for people who are kind of sitting in that that space that you were in, you know, in two thousand seventeen, yeah. like just one degree at a time, one percent better every day. Just a little bit. It doesn't have yes. to be much, but it adds up at the end. Yeah. And you know, sometimes we just we just want to be proud of ourselves. 
proud yeah. of other decisions we've made, proud of the life that we're choosing. And it, it all of it starts one degree at a time. Yes, yes. I think this is going to be so helpful, Cora, for people who are just feeling so. kind of demoralized and like in a place where they're thinking it just feels too big. You know, I think it's really, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you sharing your story and kind of what has been worked for you, you know, that or what's what's been yeah. working for you because then it, it hacks the system a little bit for them, you know, so maybe they can sort of sidestep some of those challenges in the beginning um, that you kind of had to learn through the school of hard knocks. So um, I really yeah. appreciate you being on today and it was just wonderful to see you. Yeah, you too. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Tune in next week and everybody have a great day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.